and welcome to episode three of this, which is the unedited, unscripted, unprepared podcast. It's well podcast. Uh, yeah, we're going to go podcast. Um, my name is Craig Johnson, and this under the counter bit of butcher meat <laughs> is <laughs> Jonathan Pugh. Hello, no, guys. No idea where I was going with that. Um, so, <laughs> episode three. You will notice we promised last week the mic. I'm a bit intimidated. The mic is it's, it's quite it's quite anxiety oh and no, it's a wee it's a wee. Hello, 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 big time. Yeah, yeah, it's us, it's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's here, he's here. Yeah, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was big time. So we've made it. We've made it. Uh, the mic is on the table, uh, so it is officially now a podcast, which is very exciting. Uh, so, firstly, thank you for all the support on the last one. Thank you for all of the name suggestions. Name and suggestions. We, you know, just keep them coming in. We, we love all your suggestions so far. We've got a couple more to add to the list, but um, you know what? This right now is, is still is still the is still the placeholder, right? Yeah. This. Yeah, this is the placeholder. So, so keep them coming in. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, some friends to introduce. Yeah, some friends. You want me to? I'll do the introductions. This you week. do the introductions. Yeah, I think I've got to the point I know their names. Okay. This, this is Andrew Duck. That is Andrew. Andrew Duck, Duck is the. Uh, Quarter linebacker for the uh, the Philadelphia something or other. No, I mean that was close. <laughs> that was close. Do you want to correct that? Uh, this is Andrew Duck, the previous quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, who had to retire because he is a duck. And this is unfortunate, Steve. Unfortunate because uh, because he's he's no longer with us. He's no longer with us. A moment for Steve. And on with today's podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, so <laughs> We've got a packed show. We do have a packed show today. So, uh, in the news this week, we obviously are in week two of lockdown. Uh, is it two? What? Uh, it, this is this is the second week. Second week yeah. of lockdown, and there is a uh, vaccine. Jim Shark have been in the news this week. Uh, they are uh, kind of branding themselves as now all-inclusive which we're going to touch on we've had a few questions from you guys as well which again we are thankful for so we're going to run over those as well so awesome johnny's going to kick us off though aren't you i'm excited <laughs> very I'm excited. excited well again you know we're unscripted so we just want it we're gonna wherever my finger lands that's where we're gonna go for it Let's are go. you ready uh oh how to not fall off the wagon during and over christmas and that's from kate and amy Kate and Amy, how we're gonna you? we're gonna answer this succinctly. 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 Okay. We're gonna. Um, okay. Just gonna give one very quick tip because I could we could go anyway with this. Big thing of this time of year is that people look forward to. Tra traditionally, people are going out and having Christmas parties. That's not happening this year. We tend to look forward to the new year as the kind of the starting block for when we get going. Um, <clears throat> which feeds into the kind of maybe all or nothing mindset where we're either we're, we're trying to keep everything controlled or we go off the rails a little bit. So um, my advice would be to consider working towards maybe like a 70 or 80%. So what I mean by that is that just control what you can control right now. Um, if, if you're possibly finding that, especially over, I know a lot of people over lockdown, 
I found it very, very difficult to stay in a routine with exercise and to eat well. So try to identify one or two areas that you could you can actually control and work on them. You might not be able to you might not even be able to exercise right now. That might not be possible for you. Maybe your maybe your work and your living situation means that that's not possible. But possibly you could still control your diet somewhat to an extent. Um, maybe even it, it's just about bringing in some breathing exercises. So just just try try to control what you can, and try to focus on the things that you can you can work on. Um, so that's that's my advice. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I there's like it's an ununique situation. All right, like uh, at the moment, if you're in lockdown, obviously you're restricted straight off the bat, and your working environment is different. Um, so focus on focusing on what is in with your control. Me personally, I'm going to not bother about like I'm on a bit of a journey to get to a certain uh, like weight just now uh for reasons <laughs> and, uh, but uh, i'm not going to i'm not going to cut i'm just going to use maintenance and if i go over i'm not going to be fussed about it again it's just one of those times of years that it gets a little bit more difficult but is it going to be the end of the world like if you maybe don't hit your calories or anything not really mm. and the whole like aspect of the the next year and your life uh so don't beat yourself up if you find that you're not really getting it, but um, I would say just focus on what you can control. That's probably the best thing I would say. That's the good. best thing I would say. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Well, thank thanks for the question, guys, and I hope that I hope that helps. Um, what would you like to talk about next? Take Jim Shark. <laughs> So just, just just to just to begin, one day, probably about ah, probably about a couple of years ago now, I came into the gym wearing Gymshark. And I don't often feel threatened, <laughs> but I'll be honest, they look like they look like they gave me. <laughs> um and we had a quick discussion in the back and then, you know, I've just I've, I guess I, I went off it. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell, tell, tell yeah, as you. as some of you may or may not know, uh, I am not the biggest fan of Gymshark for the following reasons, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, before we get into it, they've been in the news this week because they are moving to a more inclusive uh, style and they want to focus a bit more on mental health. And people are applauding them, I think it's fair to say. Obviously, there are people who are stating what I'm about to state or mm. very similar to what I'm about to state, but... Uh, they're being applauded by it. Um, so they are in the news for this. Now, first of all, in their defence, right, because I am unbiased and it is important to be unbiased. I'm not unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> right? But uh, it is important. So if they did not make a change, it wouldn't get better. I do understand that, right? But my thing on it is, is that the lack of understanding and the lack of responsibility that they have had in creating... Uh, are being a shareholder mm. in the company of a majority shareholder at that in the company of uh, this this body image uh, problem that we have is borderline criminal to me. The yeah. fact that they are not taking the responsibility. So here's the thing: for seven years, six years, five years, whatever it is, they have shoved the 
top 0.001% of aesthetic builds down our throats and basically said, if you buy our stuff, you will look like this. Mm. If you do our ridiculously unsafe training programs that aren't able to be performed by 98% of the public, you will look like this. And all as it's done is when people buy the clothes, not all the time, but when people buy the clothes, they don't look like that. And when they do the workouts, I tried a gym fit workout. I tried a, a gym shark workout. It, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Like uh, their marketing is unsafe. Uh, their exercises are unsafe for the for general population. Um, so you could say I'm not a fan, right? You could say I'm not a fan. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. For this time, they have shoved it down our throats, and now they've said, like, "Oh, we're going to do this," and everyone's like, "Yes, that's brilliant," right? I'm going to see, see if I would... Oh, sorry, my blood's up. My blood's up. His blood's up. <laughs> Do you want me to step in a bit? My blood's up. Wait, I'm just going to get this out. I'm just going to get this out, right? Get it out. Uh, see if I went out into the... <laughs> see if I went out into the street the now, right? And recruited every single person over six foot, right? And I made every single person under six foot feel like... Shat, right? Uh, and basically just told them that you know, they were worthless and just hammered them, burned them out their houses, like made them scared to actually leave the house to go to the job because they were under six foot. I'm just giving a reasonable example, right? But starting riots against people reasonable. under six foot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give like a, a kind of analogy. Sure. If I started that, right, and kept that going for seven years to the point that people, because of their size, like their height, were like affected by it. Mm. And then after seven years, I turn around and goes. Yeah, by the way, we're going to stop it now. And everybody's like, ah, what a guy. What yeah, a guy. Yeah, 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 big round of applause. I started it. <laughs> I started it. I was, I was culpable of it. Yeah. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they, sir? My blood's up, Johnny. You need to take over. I'm getting it. Um, okay, so there's a lot. Yeah, no, listen, I completely agree. Um, what... The word that's the word that comes into my head, or the phrase that comes into my head, is virtue signaling. Large companies are changing their marketing, they're changing their branding, they're changing their their, their target demographic on a on a whim. Um, after, as you said, like seven years they've been going seven seven years of promoting very unrealistic, unattainable body types, and at the end of the day, comes down to that. It comes down to what's what makes money, what makes ch 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 ching. So you're right, people. I don't. I think there. Are, I think there is a lot of people out there that are a little bit more critical that look at look at a company like Gymshark and will kind of understand what they're doing. I don't believe. Now maybe maybe you gotta say maybe there's a chance that they've kind of come to their senses. They've decided that you know we're going to change. We've done something which is unethical. Potentially, and so is. we're going to change. It's unethical. <laughs> um, and so we're going to change. But but I think what's far more likely is that they've realised that the marketplace is changing, and if they just need to, all they need to start doing is just filtering in a couple of different, um, differently themed photographs and show more attainable body types, and and that'll be okay. And and to, you know, and depressingly, I think there's a lot of people like you say who just will be like, wow, wow, guys, and it's yeah. it's, I think it. That's it. It's a little bit depressing, isn't it? But that's yeah. I, I think that's why it's so important. Why I think I feel it's so important to be unbiased. It's so important to not. Um, we've always said this about not becoming affiliated 
with yeah. brands because then you, you're able to give I don't feel controlled to say I'm not married to the idea or something I'm, I'm okay to say that yeah I, that's the thing you're giving you're giving your opinion honestly like you're not giving your opinion because someone's telling you to do it yeah sure do you know what I mean um but again, in their defence, right, which is hard for me to say because I've had this, I've had this absolute thing with them for so long. If they did not change, it would never get better. Just, to, just, I mean, on that, I think, uh, well, it's, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a, they're not the only ones. Oh, they're no. like probably like the, they're, they're a name that you can give to a, a, a problem which has existed in the fitness industry for a very long time. Yeah, and, and is not just isolated to just Gymshark. It's it's um, if you're a 21 year old, uh, you want to be an online trainer or a fitness influencer, and it's your job, and you're being paid, and you know if you start deciding that you want to take performance enhancing drugs, and you're on that, uh, you're on that journey of taking drugs. You have to lie about the fact that you're taking performance science and drugs or you're taking steroids <laughs> to achieve natty, a, physique, natty. a fake natty I'm natty and, um, and, and again like what, what happens is that the, the, the casualty of that is the, the, the person who genuinely follows someone looks up to them and if you have a large platform I think you have a, a moral responsibility to 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 understand that not everyone is going to not everyone who's following you will be able to see through it and, and a lot of people will just look at those physiques like I said look at those workouts do this do the thing and, and not understand why they don't look like that yeah and then maybe give up yeah. and or, or feel like there's maybe or just feel like there's something wrong with them because they, they're they're never going to look like that there's i'm never going to look like that i'm i'm a kind of i'm a chunky monkey i'm not if i if i take steroids sure if i make myself miserable i'll look yeah. okay um but and I love so yeah. Well, the thing is, right? See, see on the physique side of things, like the the sacrifice that has to be made, and this is the whole thing we've spoke about it before. On this, is context, right? So Jim Shark, and again, it's not just them, right? But they'll throw up a picture and go, "This is Dave. Look at Dave. He wears Jim Shark, right? You can do this if you buy with this promo code from Dave." Mm. But see, the thing is, right? What they don't tell you is. Dave has missed every social occasion for the past four years. <laughs> His relationship just uh, fell apart. Dave gets paid to be in the gym four and a half hours a day. He can't, you can't do that because you have a wife and kids <laughs> or you have a husband and kids or whatever it is, right? There's no context behind the imagery. It's just, look at this. Mm. That's it, all right? Like, we've got more context on our meat. Like you want to know where your beefs come from? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's a grass-fed cow in the Highlands. Yeah, yeah. But we can't say like, okay, Dave, tell me how you got in that shape. Although yeah. I had to sacrifice, you know, like birthdays, you know, all this. I don't, I can't enjoy my food because it's constantly like monitored. And this stuff, is probably you know? not a good example, but if I had like, you know, uh, obviously my hair is ridiculous, but if I had like beautiful long flowing locks, right? Mm -hmm. But actually, I'd been using like some kind of hair extension. And I, but I was going on, and people were like, what do you do to get such amazing, wonderful, glowing, flowing locks? And I was like, well, it's just, I, I take this supplement. It's a, it's a combination of vitamin D and keratin and all this other stuff. Um, I'm selling it uh, to you guys, it's, you know, and, and I'm packaging the product to sell to attain the thing that I've got, which is actually a bunch of BS because I'm just, I'm just you know, clipping stuff on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know it's maybe not a great example, but my point is that if you're... If, it's transparency. If you're using if you're using steroids to attain a physique, or if you're using 
yeah, if you're if you're using employing methods which you're not being transparent about, and then you're trying to sell something to to a, a, an un, unaware consumer and not being ethical about it, um, there, that's not that doesn't come without harm. Yeah. So that's my real issue with it. Issue yeah. with them. Yeah. And, and and that issue within the fitness industry. Moral coding, yeah, definitely that is a problem within the fitness industry, man. It's it's frustrating. But um, I think we learned a little something about Gymshark. I think I think we learned that you uh, strongly dislike them. Aye. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. <laughs> and do you know the thing is, like, it, Gymshark's the name. You, you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's the name, but it's anyone that does that. Like, if you've got something natural under your profile photo and you're not, do you know what I mean? A year ago, you were built like me and now you're built like Cali man yeah. you, you're just like it's it's just that whole thing of yeah. the fitness industry that frustrates just, just, life just be honest about yeah. it yeah be honest about and that, it and that's why there's questions or when you see stuff like that that's why there's questions like I've had people come up to me and say like I don't want to get too big mm. and you're like you're not gonna don't worry it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been at it for seven years <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean it doesn't happen overnight that, I don't want to get too big that that's maybe something. I mean, just for anyone that's listening and you're and you're thinking about um, uh, there's ca- there's there's calculators that you can use online where you can put in things like your your wrist measurement, your ankle measurement, and your height and your weight at the moment. And if you can, if you know your body fat percentage, you can put that in, and and it'll tell you what your kind of predicted maximum limit is in terms of like your size. Yeah, so yeah. There's only so much muscle you can pack on. Yeah. Um. And and like you said, if you've been training for seven years. You're you're probably not going to get. I mean, you, you maybe if you put a lot of focus into getting bigger and, and you really train for hypertrophy, I'm sure that like you could get bigger. But you're probably not going to get much bigger. You've probably reached a kind of a relatively, I would say, your natural potential if you're training hard and you're eating quite well. Doesn't mean that you can't look better or or or, or perform better or improve your health. But yeah, there is a limit to size. Uh, so when you see someone, maybe you knew someone at, like high, in high school, and then all of a sudden you see them six years later and they're like it's like yeah generally that means that they've been taking some form of g- growth hormone growth <laughs> <laughs> hormone and uh, yeah 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 and you don't need to get ripped you don't need to get shredded you don't need to get big you right? can if you want to well you, you can you but can. it's functional like it would not be the 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 sports that i play mm. and stuff it would not be functional for me that's yeah you're right rub well if you look at nfl or rugby players they yeah. actually probably hover between 16 and 22 percent body fat they're not shredded yeah, yeah football footballers maybe if you look at different sports some of them are quite lean but yeah it pays to have a little bit of uh a little bit of cushion a little bit of cushion for the impact so um you want it this isn't a script by the way this no, is just it's not a script. this it's is points that people have asked us to speak I, I just, about well very quickly no is that, that okay quick quick icebreaker why not we've we've kind of broken the ice we've smashed the ice in 10 million minutes. the ice has been smashed but ju- this is a great question i know you've heard this one before for those of you out there that haven't heard of this one cj a theoretical battle and i just want you to quickly just give me your thoughts in the red corner we have one trillion lions of the serengeti <laughs> In the blue corner, <laughs> no, it's fine. we have the sun, the centre of our solar system. Who wins in a fight between A and B? couple of questions. <laughs> sure. Let's, sure. let's set the groundwork. Are all the lions at the same time? Uh, you, you, can, you can arrange them however you like. Is that what you mean? You, you, can, you want them all at one time? 
No, no, no. Oh, the, the sun is going to win. <laughs> I was just interested the setup. The sun okay. is going to win. Do you think the sun's going to win? Absolutely. Okay. For, a, for a, a number of reasons. How does it go down? Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, uh, they can't get close to it to do anything about it. Mm, they probably burn up. And when the, when the sun, like, stops, eventually, like, it'll just... It'll kill everything anyway, so the sun will win. Our, it's the source of power and heat in our universe, yeah, or our, our solar system. Okay. The sun will win. Well done. All right, logic. You've won the day. <laughs> so there you go. There <laughs> All you right. Go. Um, okay, quick quick one. Um, uh, where is it? Yes, right. So any tips? So someone asked, uh, any tips for dealing with social anxiety? And uh, I just wanted to give a, a, a quick, a brief answer on this. Um Social anxiety is something that I've ha I've been dealing with most of my life. I'm at the point now where I've got it managed so that the only time I really notice it is if I'm like if we've gone to a few award ceremonies, so stuff like that where it's like a <laughs> like a <laughs> yeah. Where normally I say I'm gonna I'll do the speech I'll do the speech and then when it gets and the winner is and I'm like you need to do the speech <laughs> yeah. But that's a real life thing that happened. I, yeah, it is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yes, it is a real life thing that happened. The only time I really notice notice it is in those big events, but I, I really suffered with it a lot um, when I was younger. So the, the best tip that I got for dealing with social anxiety is, and you can try this the next time you're out on a walk, and it, and it actually helps with con confidence in general. Um, when you're out walking, try to make eye contact with the people that you walk past. So if you're in the park, for example, and it's not like creepy uh, held it's, eye contact. <laughs> it's creepy. It's just like it's just you want to you want to you want to if you're walking past someone, try to try to try to get eye contact. Even just you, they don't need to look at you, but you just want to look at them for a, a second. Just just like just look at them, and in that in that split second that you're you're trying to catch someone's eye or you're trying to you're looking at someone, you want to wish that person uh, well, and that, that's got to come from a genuine place. So it might be you're walking on Out loud? No, not out loud, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a blessed day. No, no, you just... That would no, be amazing. That would be brilliant. No, no. In your, it can be a little bit weird, but it, it, it's got to come from somewhere genuine where you walk, you walk past, it could be a family, and you just, you know, you, again, you, you try and look at, look at them just very briefly and say something in your head like, um, I hope you're all well and healthy and, and doing well. Next person comes along, I hope you have a great day. And, and again, in your head... But th there is some science behind that. Um, but effectively, with social anxiety, it's a, it is a, um, it's an over. You're focusing too much on yourself, and so like in those scenarios, like when we're in award ceremonies, it's like, oh my god, what if I what if I mess up? What if I say something wrong? What if everyone's like looking at me? And it really comes from thinking too much about you. And if you can divert your attention to other people, and <laughs> I just can't oh. stop laughing. At, like a blessed day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I, I get it. I get it. Listen, it's it's not normal, but but for some people out there, like social anxiety can be pretty crippling. So that's that's the that's the thing that helped me the most. I probably spent about between five and six years where, like any time, especially traveling through Central Station. I mean, how many people do you walk past? You're like. Have a good day. I wish you well. All the best. Like just very basic stuff and in your head. The main thing is that you you go for eye contact because people who are not necessarily people who, who have anxiety, but certainly people who have social anxiety tend to like 
they reach, their shoulders are like forward. They they look at the floor. They don't really want to. They want to look at someone. So um, it's like training it, isn't it? It's training it. You're sure. not actually doing it, but no. it's like you're training the ability to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, if you were ever presented with that, you're like, right, I've rehearsed this a million times. Yes. Ah, like yeah, that, yeah. that works. And people pick up on that, and and you you might find that again if you, if it's something that you you deal with, if you're in a social environment, there's probably somewhere in your field of vision that you're not looking at it normally as a person um, and this this is especially true if you've been bullied at points in your life because you will try and like you know if there's like the, the, the bully is there you'll try and kind of like uh, guard yourself you don't want to look at them so you want to try and train exactly train yourself to do the opposite look at the thing you're scared of uh, it won't be as scary as you think it is and, it, and the more you do that the more natural that becomes and then before you know it you know you're able to function Normally, well, or better. Uh, anyway, so that's Belter. What would you like to talk about next? What <laughs> <laughs> we got? Tons. Uh, there's, there is loads. Like there is loads. Oh, right. So I mentioned, I mentioned at the start. Like this is, this is more the part of this, part of this show. I guess you could call it is the fact that it's, it's two guys in the fitness industry that I've got a fair bit of experience behind them, but. There's obviously it's not just all fitness. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So there has been a couple of life questions, and we've we've had some like about the the vaccination and stuff. Um, uh, for COVID. Yeah. It's coming. Tuesday. <clears throat> as early as Tuesday. Yeah. Which that, is that's, that's, that's fast. <laughs> that's fast. That's fast. That's fast. Yep. Um, but obviously there is the misinformation, mm. and this again comes to our feelings of social media and stuff, and yep. how it's presented and stuff. So, um. I want to know how you feel about the vaccination, because I'll tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> you mean that you want to know how I feel? Aye. Yeah. I'll, you go first. On you go. I know you. I know. I know you have feelings. First of all, <laughs> is it feelings about the vaccination or feelings about people who are um, anti-vaccination? Well, it's kind of both because you can you can cover a lot of bases with this, right? Okay. So before I get started, right, see if you are worried about this vaccination. I want you to know that you can voice your opinion. I will march, stand, fight, and die upon a hill for you to have your freedom of speech to be able to say whatever you want. Because right now, people, our freedom of speech is under threat right? from yeah. both the left and the right. So don't let anyone kid you on anyway. That's too political. Uh, but here's the thing, right? So I w see when this was announced, I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, that's really quick. But then I thought, right, okay, I need to go and look at how this has came about. Because it's health and safety, do you know what I mean? You sure. need to look at it. So I realised that the average of a vaccine was five to ten years. Yeah. And the majority of that time is spent waiting. It's waiting for funding, applying for funding, building the team, getting the equipment, getting the units. But basically what they've done is they've thrown an unlimited amount of resources at it. They've pulled everyone off that needs to work on it. They've said, there's all the money that you need, there's all the kit that you need, there's all the equipment you need. All the red tape's gone, like waiting for uh, like uh, applications for testing and things like that, all of it's gone. So they've been able to do this in such a short space of time because there's no limitations to what they can do. Now, obviously, there is a bit of misinformation. Well, not misinformation, maybe, maybe that's your bag, right? Uh, about how this has came about and how it's unsafe and stuff. Yeah. And this kind of goes for all vaccines, right? And it's like, if you surround yourself with people that just say the same things that you, that are of your belief, 
then you might not be able to grow as an individual. You need to look at both sides of an argument. I'm not trying to change your mind if it is your, your bag. However, like, I'm really, I'm really pulled because I'm struggling whether I should believe medical research, like scientists that have dedicated their entire lives to this, <laughs> or whether I should believe Barbara from like <laughs> from, from down the street to me, who's yeah. started a Facebook group. So I'm really struggling to pull, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. it. I've got no qualms about it. Um, I'm also gonna get it. Yeah, I'm also gonna get it. Um, I was gonna say I I, I think okay. I think that I can understand um, I can understand someone being concerned about things that they're putting in their body just at a, just on a general level I can I can understand that I think I I like to know what's going in my body um, as much as I can yeah but uh, that being said um, there are some things that I kind of uh, I, I outsource my expertise to so if I go to my doctor if I go to like a medical professional and I, and I take their advice over my own, because I trust that they are the expert in that field. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't question things, and you shouldn't question things. And something that you mentioned, which I think is very important, is about our freedom of speech. And um, I, wanna, I, don't go to, I don't want to go political, but the, 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 the point of this is that people are potentially becoming entrenched in ideas because they're trapped in an echo chamber of people who think the same way. Um, and what doesn't happen is a, is a discussion. So, like, if we had someone sitting with us just now who maybe had an alternative alternative view, we could let them speak, and then we could talk to them about it, and I hopefully, like, come to some kind of a, like, you know, not a consensus even, but just let them get their opinion out and, and discuss it, understand where they're coming from. That doesn't happen in these online spaces so much, yeah. because if I say, even if I said that, you know, I'm not, I'm not anti-vaccination, I would like to know that it's safe. Even just saying that's enough to trigger some people and send them off the deep end. Like, well, you must want everyone to die. And yeah. I'm like, well, maybe I just, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just, a, maybe I'm just trying to be careful. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think we gotta, we gotta be open to talking about this. Um, but um, it's a wild one, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, so many times, like, I, I mean, for my, my position on it is right. There is much more efficient ways to get whatever it is that is going into this that yeah. is bad or whatever it is, there's more efficient ways than a vaccine. Sure. Water supply, <laughs> for one, right? So, uh, for me, like, the question for me is always why? Like, oh, the government are doing this because, like, they want you to hang it. Why? Mm. Why? Why? Like, why would they do that? Um, but, yeah, I think on, on that, it's such a a minefield because the platform for debate and discussion has been removed it's just kind of throwing stones now it's like you don't agree with what i say you're cancelled yeah sure do you know what i mean yeah and it's like and we did say we were going to broach topics that like people might not agree with but that's why we need the platform for debate because we're just more and more we're surrounding ourselves with people that are just saying the same thing back to us Mm. and the problem is that facts are being ignored like actual facts are being ignored based like over opinion yeah and that's that's scary and people say like oh well we survived such and such without it and you're like 
Yeah, the average life expectancy, you know, 10,000 years ago, we didn't have, we didn't have vaccines. You know, like, yeah, that's because yeah, the yeah. average life expectancy was 36, <laughs> like modern day medicine people, you know yeah. what I mean? So You would die with like a, yeah, cavity tooth or something like that. Aye, yeah. so we've, we've come a long way, um, but I, I would say like, because the potential, and it's it just comes down to preservation of life, I would simply say that if you have any concerns about it, and I'm not telling you what to do because I never want to do that, but I'm saying just look at both sides of the argument and make your conclusions. We don't need to fall out about it. We don't need to scream for the rafters about it. We don't need to cancel each other. You can just simply look at both sides of the argument and make your decision based on that. And that's it. Sure. It, took, it took me four or five minutes of, of reading documentation about it to assess that. All the, the safety protocols have been followed. It's literally just to remove the time that it takes. I, I yeah, I was gonna say. I, I mean, I, I, I even today, um, because my wife works in in labs and in research facilities, and and she's in that world. So you know, I I ask her all. The t I I asked her last week what about the vaccine and if it's safe, and I just got her to tell me how they um, how they test it and they've tested it in various different ways, and this is why it's safe. And like like you were saying there, like that. This isn't normal. They've they've basically plunged an enormous yeah. amount of effort into this, into producing this in a in a record breaking way, um, in time in speed and time because it's necessary. But, um, yeah, I think look again, we could we could keep talking about this, and it's something that we'll probably come back to in this, in in a similar way, and maybe in future podcasts. But if you're listening and and you do do take an opposing view. You can let us know in the comments. Um, maybe we're missing something. So I'm I'm not married to my ideas, and, and I, I I know that Craig is and Isla. So let us know what you think. Um, yeah, if you want to talk, tell us about something that we haven't seen. You can let us know. Yes. Um. So, okay, let's go for. Let's go for a question. Um. This is from Chris. So. Hi, Chris. Hello, Chris. So, uh, Craig, you guys created some separation from social media during lockdown. Do you have any tips for someone looking to do the same? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to turn the heater on. I, I'm, I'm freezing. I'm, I'm freezing. You get, you get to a point where it's like, I just can't uh, So, like, the separation side of things, um, yeah, how I done it was... This is going to sound really bad, but how I done it was, do you know how you pick up your phone mm -hmm. and look at social media? Ah, uh -huh, yeah. Don't. So wait a minute, just, yeah, just, can you just simplify that for me? <laughs> Break that down. So do you know how you pick up your phone, right? Yeah. And you look at social media? Yeah. Don't. Don't do that. Got it. That's how I create a separation. That's, that's mind-blowing. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Chris, I hope that, hope that helps you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question. I hope that helps, Chris. Um, just to throw a few, just I mean, ideas on top of that. Um, this is one. That but I you mean you need more than that? Maybe. Just, to, just, just, just. Why not? Just for See, some additional. Chris, man, uh, I thought I had your back, yeah, Chris. You um, on now. I think that 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 basically is it. There's a there's a mode on most phones now. It's called gray, grayscale mode. Um, not, sometimes it's ba battery saver mode. You know the thing I'm, I mean? So you can still yeah, use yeah. your phone, but it turns everything to a, a grayscale. I kind of like, it, you don't get colours, it's just black and white. Do you know what I mean? No. No? Okay. 
Well, okay, well, I know that my phone, um, I think iPhone's got it too. If you swipe down, you can go to battery saver mode and it just like, it doesn't limit your apps, but it, it just dulls your screen and it turns it to a grayscale. And the reason that you would do that is that certain, especially addictive, more addictive apps like certain social media apps are designed to be very vibrant and to pull you in. And if you, and what you'll notice is if you make your phone black and white, and this is probably for someone that's got an issue around not putting the phone down and scrolling, it, it kind of doesn't, it's not as appealing. So it just, you can still use your phone, you can still make calls, you can still send emails, you can still go on apps, but you probably won't, it's not as entertaining or as enjoyable to view. So if you're really struggling to kind of limit yourself, that's one way that might help. Um, I also try to go for an hour a day where your phone's in a drawer. Just an hour. Just it doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking, but just take at least an hour a day where your your, your phone's not in your your hand, and that's it really. I mean, la la lastly, and it's it's exactly what you said. It's just if you're if you're up, if if you're viewing, I've got a bit of a rule that after nine o'clock at night, I don't view anything that's going to be um, like emotional. Like I try not to be on. <laughs> like, or, and it's going to be quite triggering I, I, for me. Like I don't. I'm not going to look at like try to not look at the news at 11 o'clock at night or midnight or you know don't sit on Twitter. Ideally, I, again, I know we're not telling people what to do, but that's just my suggestion. Um, maybe watch a wee documentary or something. Just just chill out a bit. Um, yeah. Don't don't look at something that's going to really make you upset right before you go to bed. Relax, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> you mean that's it for this? That's it for this podcast. That's it. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna answer one more question. That's cool. <laughs> so, See you later. Are you done? I'm done. All right. Um. But, bye. 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 Craig. I'm gonna answer one. Are you sure you don't want to answer one more with me? I'm all right. <laughs> all right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll round up. So, one more question. I just wanted to really quickly touch on. Um. So positive things that people can do to help their health and immune systems while in lockdown. Um, this, this is a question from Amy. And um, there's just, I wanted to point, point you in the direction of a resource. It's a guy, he's an Australian psychologist called Dr. Russ Harris. Um, and he has a video on YouTube and it's called Choice Point. And um, if you're someone who would like to find ways to make more positive choices for your health and well-being, you could check it out. Oh, you're back. I was only kidding, man. Oh, he's back. I just needed the toilet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is, this is, uh, this is this unscripted. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, this, we were just, talk, someone was asking for help for health and immune system. As in, is this guy, Dr. Russ Harris. Uh, he's got uh, a company called ACT. I think it's Acceptance and Commitment uh, Therapy or Training. And he has a YouTube channel with these kind of like two, three minute long videos um, with little um, mindset tips. And one of them is called Choice Point. And, and all that is, is um, if you've got an idea of what you would want more of in your life, whether it's more, um, more time with your family or more, maybe you want something personally, like you want to improve your health or you want to improve your well-being. Uh, you want to, uh, maybe you want to get fitter. Maybe you want to change your body composition. If you're facing a decision, and it's normally just small, small decisions like what to have for dinner, or um, should I, should I do some, should I do some exercise today if you've got the time? 
the choice point is effectively if I do this, is this is this action going to take me closer to where I want to get to, or is it going to take me further away? And it's just a way of fil trying to easily filter down the decisions that you make. Um, you know, if I, if I stay up all night scrolling on my phone, is that taking me further away from who I would like to be or what I want more of in my life, or not? Um, so that's that. Um, yeah, what he said. <laughs> what do you want to add? So the question was just about anything, uh, positive, positive things that people can do to help their health and immune system while on lockdown. Anything fresh for you? It's kind of, well, it would relate back to, to previous ones. Like, just do, for me, it's always do what you can. Like, there's, that's a tool in the box that you can, you can certainly do and you can, you can put your mindset in that. But yeah, it's. How do you, if you're, if you're, if you're like you went out for a run earlier you, st you went out for a run today now you might be listening to this like who knows when you're going to listen to this but today it it's in the minuses it's it was actually snowing last night it was nuts um i think to, to go and run today so what made you go and do your run i just wanted to run <laughs> it's just as simple as that <laughs> like, <laughs> it's as simple as that ah, you just wanted to do it yeah um environmental stuff doesn't really bother me that much yeah. uh, like it was pretty dangerous i was skating about all over the place but uh yeah i just wanted to run so okay. i ran that's kind of the way i do most things like if i'm hungry i eat if i if i want to run i run yeah if i want to train weights i train weights like what if someone doesn't want to run or doesn't want to you know like i, I think what the answer i was trying to get from you is more like what do you how do you motivate yourself to do something when you kind of don't want to do it but you end up doing it anyway there's got to be times like that. You can't. Or uh, all the time, every single time. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't want. Inside, I am a lazy person. Okay. Like I am the laziest person I know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I've just got this like we consistent gear that that sits in me somewhere that's just like you have a goal. Go and do this, and you will get closer to your goal. Yeah. But like all the. The up top noise is basically like, nah, man, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's mental, mental. Yeah. But it's just consistent. Like, when they quiet down, there's still that wee gear that says, this will take you closer to your goal. Um, That's good. So I, yeah. I think even just hearing that, because I know I know a lot of people that I talk to, they don't have that, um, and they wonder if there's some, or they, they feel the same way, and they wonder if, like, there's something not wrong with them, but they wonder... Again, this might be because of the, the, the whole fitness industry and, and that perception of like, um, maybe, I don't know if it's mo moral superiority, but just some people like to um, present themselves as someone who never misses a beat, like just grind, hustle, repeat. Like, uh, and I would say most people that I've met um, who are honest, and you can tell they're honest because they're, you know, like, like Craig there, you're, you don't feel like that all the time. But you need a little bit of like it's just this is what I want, and and I think that with that that choice point, I think that's all. That's I, I use that quite a bit. Um, there's a lot of days where I I don't want to. Um, not even that I don't want to go and train. It's like maybe I, maybe I can't go. Maybe I can't come in here and do a full hour of a, a gym session. But if I can do ten minutes in the house, just just bands or body weight or something, it's it's. It's not much, but it's taking me closer to what I want more of in my life and, you know, further away from, or, or yeah, it's taking me where I want to go and, you know, not the opposite. Um, there we go. Awesome. Done. Awesome. I think we're done. Done. Thanks.
Thanks, guys. Right, thank you for watching. Thanking you. I am Craig Johnston. I am Jonathan Pugh. If you have any questions, add them to the comments. Thanks for. Oh, you might find us on Spotify. Keep an eye out. We're going to try and get this up and running as a podcast. So now that we've got the mic, now that we've got the mic. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.